Just scrutiny dough pot, Slamo. You're listening to Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy, and a van just very narrowly still followed the laws of crosswalks. Um, if you're not familiar with the premise of the show, welcome. Um, the premise of the show is my car is in the shop, and I am raising money to fix it by recording my walk to or from work. And then you get to hear the weird podcast I make with all kinds of unsettling exercise noises coming out of it. They haven't happened yet, but give me two minutes. Today's date is May 4th, 2022. And as everybody knows, that's the day that Disney really, really, really wants you to think about Star Wars, a thing they own. So yeah, it's a Star Wars day. So you're probably thinking, gee, what's the topic for today's podcast? I bet it's Star Wars and you are right. I wanna let you know that if you donate to the link in the description, or if you become a patron, you get to pick what I talk about on the show. Today's topic comes to us from Emily, who donated a little bit ago, but never got around to giving me a topic. So to anyone who donated but never gave me a topic, you should know, you are still in topic giving territory. But let's get right to the meat and the potatoes of the show. What did Emily want me to talk about on today, this Star Wars day, in the year of our Star-Lord, 2022. Well, Emily asked me to talk about Star Wars. And I said, oh, anything more specific? And Emily gave me two topics, and I'm gonna hit them both. Because the first one, I think, is only gonna take a couple minutes, and the second one will be a long and epic saga. The first Star Wars topic that Emily requested is Chewbacca's original voice from the filming of Star Wars. Now, what do I mean by Chewbacca's original voice? I mean, actor Peter Mayhew supposedly was saying Chewbacca's scripted lines while they were filming the original Hope of Newness. And, and I, I wait, no. And I think also the rest of them, because I'm pretty sure one of those clips was from The Empire Strikes Back. That's episode V. Um, so I did not know about this until today. And, you know, full disclosure, I like me some Star Wars. I think Star Wars was the first time I really got into lore. I got a lot of, like, you know, DK visual dictionaries and stuff. Like, I feel like, at this point in my life, again, not that it should be, you know, a battle, but I'm more Team Trek than Team Wars, but I still like wars. Uh, Star Wars. I hate the actual idea and concept of wars. I've never understood the point. Let's get rid of them. Call me naive, but cut that shit out. So anyway, go YouTube it. Go Google-fy it right now. Um, Oh, what am I saying? Or go to the link directly under this. It's short, but it's a banger. Because here's the thing. I've seen some Star Wars special features, but I haven't seen a ton. And if you told me right now, do a Peter Mayhew impression assuming that you're someone who knows who Peter Mayhew is. Otherwise, why are you asking? Um, I have no idea what the guy's voice sounds like. My only guess would be deep. And I'm wrong. It's actually not that deep. Um, Go watch the clip right now if you don't want it spoiled. But it's British AF. Now, for any listeners who might not be American, first of all, how the hell did you find this podcast? Second, I apologize for my American ignorance... Um, 
We just kind of call anything from that chunk of the world a British accent. We do understand that an Irish accent and a Scottish accent are different, but I'm going to level you with you. We don't know the difference between Britain, Great Britain, the United Kingdom, and then you had to go Brexit it up. Good job, British et al. Um, but anyway, so I'll say it's a British accent. Maybe the most pinpointed I could get was, he sounds like a Cockney rumbler. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca sounds like he might fuck me up in an alleyway. A British alleyway. An alleyway once frequented by Jack the Ripper. Um, I watched the clip right before recording and was delighted. Um, first of all, it's great to know that Chewbacca has scripted lines. Um, like one of him is just grumbling very Britishly. That old man's a fool. But like, there's another one where like, Han and Chewie are working on the Falcon and they're like straight up yelling at each other. And like Cockney yelling Chewbacca is my absolute favorite thing. He's like, well, what the hell are you doing with the bleeding hydro spanners? I can't remember what he actually says, but like, it's so good. And I want that to be the rest of the movie. Like when they're playing chess, I want them to be like, I'll rip your bleeding arms off if you make that move. I'm kind of more like a beetle. I think his is a little lower. Um, I never claim to be good at voices. I just try them all the time. No, this is not my cue to do Star Wars impressions. Okay, so we've covered, <laughs> we've covered Cockney bitch, <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewcocka? Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. Oh, that's the, that's the absolute worst. Don't improvise a podcast, even though I think technically they all are. If they weren't, you guys are scripting some pretty shitty podcasts. And I should know, because I have the shittiest. I just make this shit up on my way home. Okay, time for the big topic. Emily wanted me to talk about glub shitto. Some of you know what this means. Some of you don't. Strap the strap on, because it's about to go down. All right, glub shitto. What do you need to know about Glub Shitto? First of all, he's a Star Wars character. He's a bit of a running gag. I feel like he's not as well known as the Wilhelm scream. Um, side note, look up the Wilhelm scream. It's a scream that's used in like a thousand movies. It was once kind of a neat inside joke, but now everybody knows about it. Um, people who don't know about it excluded. Um, so anyway, Glub Shitto. He is a character who has less than one second of screen time in the original Star Wars movie. But because it's Star Wars, literally every monster or alien or interesting pile of trash has 45 like spin-off tie-in novels. But Glub Shitto is very unique. So first of all, and again, like I I collected all the books of like random trivia and then I went down Wikipedia holes. My favorite thing is deep dives on, like, weird IP lore. See that, uh, see that show about Herbie the Love Bug that I swear I'm going to make someday, but, you know, life keeps punching me in the scrote. Um, so, Glub Shitto, even the story behind how he came about is great. Um, when they were shooting the Ridge War of the Stars, they ran out of alien outfits. Like, you know... I'd love to be on a, on a team for like making costumes and weird aliens and stuff. It just sounds like such a cool job, but inevitably there's a crunch time. 
where they're like, we are running out of stuff. And so towards the end, they were just like going to toy stores and costume shops and just saying, whatever, that, give me that. And just like squishing it all together. And this is absolutely true. Glub Shitto, <laughs> which yes, his name does sound, it is spelled like it sounds. <laughs> Glub Shitto. <laughs> um, I don't know how they got away with that. Um, Glub Shitto was made from a Donald Duck mask with the hat cut off and then they glued green and brown cotton balls to his face. You can see him in the cantina scene for less than a second. Another character is standing in front of Glub Shitto and like just moves out of the way and it's like you can count the frames that you can see Glub Shitto for. Um, so here's the deal. The prequels came around and somebody thought it would be funny to have Glub Shitto randomly in The Phantom Menace. And so he's in the Senate scene, but once again, in an homage to the original movie, the camera is like in the middle of a pan. So once again, you only see Glub Shitto for a few frames. After that, everybody just went wild and he's hidden in all kinds of stuff. Now, why is he hidden in all kinds of stuff? Because, and this is what makes the joke even better, it would be funny enough if it was just a Where's Waldo or Where's Wally for you British and only British folks. Um, but there's more. So, Glub Shitto has all these like tie-in novels and things. And basically, every I need to figure out the order to tell this story. Every time Glub Shitto appears in Star Wars, there's always a tie-in thing that covers the story of how he got from here to here. So once Glub Shitto showed up in the Phantom Menace Senate scene, somebody wrote a novel about, because it's a prequel that goes backwards, how he got from the Senate to the cantina in A New Hope. And what's wild is, and this is part of the joke, Glub Shitto has the most exciting life ever. And that's what makes him such a fun character, is that like all the expanded lore, which I think is probably not canon now because the Abramsing. Um, so, and please keep in mind that I'm just trying to remember this from a Wikipedia article that I read once. Um, so Glub Shitto is like this wild guy, like James Bond plus Magnum P.I. plus Indiana Jones plus Tony Montana. Like, he just lives the wildest friggin' life. Like, and, and so, like, I guess he was in the Senate because he was, like, a spy. But then after that, he got into, like, smuggling weapons. And then after that, he opened up a nightclub. And so, like, it just became this running gag that you have to put Glub Shitto in a much weirder place than the last time you saw him. And then you have to write a tie-in novel about everything Glub Shitto did in between. And I'm sorry, I can't remember all the details. Um, but I know that in um, the Abrams ones, uh, Glub Shitto, once again, for less than a second, can be seen in um, the, uh, the casino 
in uh, The Last Jedi. So that's right. All you people who think that the casino scene is pointless and can be removed, guess what? Glub Shitto's in there. You cut him out and you don't have the story of how he went from the cantina on Tatooine to uh, Canto Bite. Yeah, I know my stuff sometimes. Again, more of a trek than wars. Though weirdly, I don't keep trek lore in my head because I never really read up on that stuff. As soon as I finish a Star Trek, it just leaves my head. What am I doing? Why am I talking about Star Trek? Nothing in Star Trek is as interesting as... Hold on. I gotta take my coat off. So, it was supposed to rain today, but it kind of didn't. And now I'm all sweaty and wearing a coat. All right, I got one arm out. Let's keep going. Glub shit out. So then, there's the story of how Glub Shitto got from the cantina to Canto Bite. And, like, there's all this stuff about, like, you know, some of it's, like, really racy. Like, like, there's a lot of stuff implied. I know there's a comic series. Um, I think it's, like, a whole arc. It's, like, Tales from the Cantina, like, 7 through 12 is just, like, the full arc of Glub Shitto. Just, like, going from uh, the cantina. I know prostitution is in there at some point. And, like, you might be thinking, oh, did he become a pimp? Oh, no, he was the prostitute. I'm not making any of this up. Like, Glub Shitto, who is male. Like, that's just interesting, right? Like, there's a gigolo in Star Wars. Um, but, like, the whole thing goes off the rails where, like, at one point he tried to open a restaurant, but then it turned out that that restaurant was a front for drugs. Um, spice, as they call it, in Star Wars and only Star Wars. And, like, I think at one point there's an implication that Dexter Jetster is who taught him, like, how to run a restaurant. I think they serve Bantha steaks because with Star Wars you got to keep it in the family. You can't do anything too new. I say as I'm talking about Glub Shitto, the wildest man in the galaxy. I forget what his species is called, but we never see another one. Um... So he's got that over Yoda, because at least we got Yaddle and uh, that little booger from The Mandalorian. Oh, yes, he is in The Mandalorian. I forgot. Um, sorry. Um, oh, my God. Things blur together with me on, like, the era of Disney plus Star Wars TV. Um, give me a second. I've reached the point in my exercise. Talking about Star Wars in the rain. Boy. Not a good idea, but nothing I do ever is. You know, I gotta say, at least with a rainy day, there's nobody out here but me. I'm the only idiot walking in the rain. Crap, where was I going this? Book of Boba Fett. Glub Shido is in Book of Boba Fett, which I must confess I have not seen. Um, so I don't really know what episode he's in. Something about a back to tank. Oh, I think he's, that's what it is. Glub Shido at one point, starts working for like you know how you're watching like a gangster movie and like there's um um like there's a doctor who will do like you know no questions asked like uh glove shitto is working as like a cleaner um you know like from pulp fiction like if shady shit goes down you need a guy to show up and make it look like nothing happened or make it look like an accident that's glove shitto's job he's a cleaner um but he falls in with this doctor Oh my god, I'm so bad with Star Wars names. 
I want to say it's like Def, Defrandal. I'm so sorry, I can't remember. But like, he falls in with like a shady doctor who like is like slipping back to the people without the use of a medical facility and like he'll perform operations under the table and like all this cool shit. Um, and once again, and this is a bit clever, this time the reason that you can't see Glub Shitto is because he like is putting on a surgical mask. So once again, you see him for one second and he's like assisting, he's like assisting uh, Dr. Delafran, whatever his name is. The frumbles. He's anyway. So Glub Shadow is assisting the doctor, and once again, there is. Um, I haven't even gotten into the video games. I always forget that like video game stories are canon too, or maybe they aren't. But like, um, uh, um, hold on. I gotta remember this. I gotta backtrack. Um, so anyway, Glub Shadow is working for this like shady doctor in the timeline of Book of Boba Fett, and once again, there is. Um, a tie-in book this time that covers Glub Shitto's life between um, Book of Boba Fett and um, the Abrams trilogy. So it covers it covers stuff you didn't know about. They kind of had to write themselves out of a hole because they tell the whole wild story of how he goes from the cantina to Canto Bite. But then they had to write out like, a, oh, this thing happened too. But yeah, so like that's a tie-in novel. Um, and by the way, I haven't read any of this stuff. I've just stayed up late, late nights looking at Wikipedia, Wikipedia, um, because it's a it's a real treat. There's a lot of places you can go. If you'll excuse me, I'm gonna catch my breath. I'm gonna take my coat off. And there are loads more examples of Glub Shitto. Like the thing is, is when you're working on something fictional like that you know inevitably wires are going to get crossed memos will be overlooked um canon will always be punctured in teeny tiny little ways with a lobster fork um so yeah they had to like backtrack and write in like oh you know while while this shady stuff was going on he was also working for a shady doctor and then from there it was a hop skip and a jump over to Canto Bite. Um, there's a lot of other little Glub Shitto references. There's a video game called, I want to say Way of the Saber for like PlayStation 3. I'm sorry, I'm not a gamer. I'm not as up on this stuff. Um, and what's cool is they actually hide Glub Shitto behind a menu. Like when you go to set up the game, like for a brief second, the menu loads and passes in front of Glub Shitto's face. And like, you know, it doesn't really tie into anything with his long and complicated backstory, but it is just like a fun wink and a nod. And like, I think it's the most fun one because they got to write like kind of a technical reason why you only see him for a second. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's Glub Shitto. And I'm glad that I was able to uh, to talk about Glub Shitto all the way to getting back to my place. Um, and now is the point where I can reveal to you where Glub Shitto got his name. Like out of all the intriguing stuff, you know, the 
the sex work and and working for an underground doctor and, and all that crazy stuff and sneaking into the Senate as a spy. The wildest part is how he got his name. So Glub Shitto got his name from Twitter. Um, it's the wildest thing. Somebody just rattled off a tweet about Glub Shitto. Like, they just took a screenshot of the guy and they said, oh my gosh, I love this guy. His name is Glub Shitto. And it was totally fake. Like, it was just, I love seeing when Glub Shitto is on screen. But it turns out people believed it. They thought that was the character's actual name. And so, Glub Shitto has kind of become shorthand for just like when you enjoy seeing a character on screen in a Star Wars thing, but you don't actually know who it is. And as a matter of fact, Glub Shadow isn't real. I made him up. It's true. All of it. I made it up. That's right. This episode isn't actually canon. I just wanted to challenge myself that I could BS all the way home about a Star Wars thing. <laughs> That's true. Now, before you think I've completely lied to you, he does exist, but only as an idea. The Twitter thing is the closest to the truth I got. And by the way, did we even have Twitter between A New Hope and A Phantom Menace? I don't think we did. Plot hole number one, improv continuity punctured. But the real story behind Glub Shitto, something that I can talk about for two minutes, but not 20, is that Glub Shitto does in fact exist to make fun of when Star Wars recycles a character and fans everywhere go, oh my god, it's Glub Shitto. I cannot remember who tweeted this originally, but uh, it's become a useful bit of shorthand when discussing Star Wars and especially discussing this weird conglomerate media IP landscape that we have going now. Excuse me while I try to readjust my coat. See the episode about Ch -ch -ch Chip and Dale. R -r -r rescue rangers um so yeah basically whenever star wars pulls out something that you had a toy of and you go oh my god that's the toy i had glub shitto is a commentary on nostalgia for star wars so whenever somebody posts about you won't believe what happened on book of boba fett last night people will chime into the replies with OMG was Glub Shitto on it. So in a weird way, my lie was only adding to what had already gone previous. Glub Shitto refers to any inconsequential Star Wars thing that'll make you shit yourself when you see it again 30 years later because you remember it from when you were a kid and you remember what it was like to be held and to be loved and to play with your Glub Shitto action figure. And so, they can coast on that. 
the storytelling can be good, but you know what? If it's getting a little weak in spots, throw some glub shitto on it. I don't think this is a problem unique to Star Wars. Marvel definitely does that. People sat through a whole lot of WandaVision wondering where Reed Richards was, myself included. I'm not proud of it because WandaVision was actually pretty good. But I was sitting there like, give me my stretchy glub shitto, which I really don't want to be the title of this episode. And it doesn't have to be because I run it. But here we are. So anyway, let me know if you'd buy a Gimme My Stretchy Glub Shitto shirt. The answer is no. I've already seen you not buy any of my Game of Thrones shirts from my Hell of Thrones web series. It's okay. That's just the nature of the beast. Alright, I'm almost home. Happy Star Wars Day. Happy happiness. Go find some happiness. Don't let the world take away your happiness. Check out the donations. Check out the Patreon. Give me some topics for next time. And don't record a podcast in the rain. I'm going through right now. Follow the laws, people. Follow the laws. All right. I'm home. And as always, let the Wookiee win. Well, let him think he won.